This is the Christian Life Coach Collective, and I'm your host, Laura Malone. We're talking all things coaching, concepts, tips, tools, self-coaching, mindset, faith foundations, and definitely entrepreneurship because I want to support your calling as a coach and help you build a thriving online business with God as your CEO. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Here we go. Okay, friends, we're talking with one of my clients named Lachelle today about so many good things. She's needing a tagline for her business name that lets her ideal client know that they've come to the right place and she is the right coach for them. So we've been working together for about four months now. She's been an incredible, really fun client, and she's jumped into the deep end of the pool and she just started coaching from the get-go with what she already carries inside of her. And since then... She jumped into the Greenhouse Life Coach training course to build her coaching skills and get certified. Then she jumped into the Called to Coach Creative Mastermind, where we're creating content, getting all the foundations laid out. And she's been actually proactive (laughs) about coaching lots of women. And she started building her email list and creating consistent, valuable content for her subscribers. So she purchased a domain with a business name that we worked together on um, coming up with, and now she's on her way to a tagline and content so that she can start a blog. This blog will help clients find her easily through educational and encouraging content that she puts out. It's another version of long form content, just like a podcast. So I'm excited to share this session we had together with you because you're going to learn a lot of things that you didn't know you didn't know. You'll be able to contextualize how I coach her to your own business name and tagline and processes and learn more nuggets about things like how Grammarly isn't the boss of you and much more. So let's jump into today's episode. Okay, Lachelle. So today we're talking about your business name, coming up with a tagline that's maybe pivotable later down the road. And so you came up with a business name for your coaching business that's called Restored Hope. Is it Restored Hope or Restored Hope Coaching? Restored Hope Coaching. Okay. And so you purchased a domain and you set up your um, your email through Gmail. You, you have your name at restoredhopecoaching.com, right? Hello. It's actually hello at Restored Hope Coaching. Hello. Okay. Because there's options, right? You can do hello. You can do your first name. You can do support at info at. So you have hello at restoredhopecoaching.com. And you're trying to figure out how to have a tagline, so to speak, with your, your business name so that your ideal audience can find themselves in it. They know oh, she's speaking to me. She's the right coach for me. And tell me a little bit more about what type of coaching you offer or want to offer. Yeah, I really want to um, focus on young married moms, ladies. I I actually went through the thesaurus, like how else do you say married ladies? And that didn't really work. So I was thinking, um, I like the word thriving. So relationship, um, from relationships from striving to thriving but i wasn't sure anyway that's kind of where i i ended up um i know that i need to make sure that that tagline isn't necessarily repeating words in my um 
coaching business name, but I also want it to grab people when they see it. Like, oh yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. I'm striving right now, or I'm struggling. I started with struggling, um, but I liked the striving and thriving rhyming words. Um, but and I also thought that you know, do I really need to say married ladies? I mean, it could be that a man clicks on it, but if I can make it feminine ish that they would be like ah oh, this is probably for chicks and not for dudes then you know then i think maybe i could communicate that without saying for married ladies just because it doesn't grab you you know i really want it to be concise and catchy and yet also communicate what i needed to communicate right so good well i think you're on the right track and one of your concerns about creating your business name and a tagline to go with it was you said, what if down the road, I don't want to only work with married moms or married ladies. I want to expand or pivot somehow. Right. 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 So the point behind all of this work is that I always recommend to my coaches to start a business with a business name that is pretty solid and more general and your domain name doesn't have to match your business name. So if you get a restoredhopecoaching.com because restoredhope.com wasn't available, but you start your business as Restored Hope LLC, you can still have a domain that's restoredhopecoaching.com because okay. those two things don't have to be the same. But do I have to vie for that name? If someone already has Restored Hope LLC, do I not get it? How does that work? Well, once you go, you have to go look at the secretary of state for your state and okay. see, you have to go see if your business name is actually available. So right now you have okay. a domain, but not, you haven't set up an LLC, correct? Okay. Correct. So right now you're sole proprietor because you are operating a business, but just as a sole proprietor, which means that all of your money will just go through and collect into your personal, um, you and your husband, you file jointly. Any money that you bring in while you're a sole proprietor just goes through your own personal, even though you need, you can have a separate bank account, which I highly okay. recommend a business right. from the get-go, right. a business, right. a business um, account to always keep all of your money separate, personal and business. Right. And you can go into the bank with just your social security number and your driver's license and set up a business account <laughs> as a sole proprietor. As an LLC, once you file for that, you'll have to go in with your LLC and employer identification number paperwork from the IRS. And then that is how you'll actually transition into a bank, of a bank account under LLC status. Okay. But right now as a sole proprietor, you have a domain and you, when you go look to see if you can have a business name, you have to look at the secretary of state for your state. You go see if restored hope is taken as a business. Now, restored hope, if it is a clothing boutique, then, or a thrift store, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe that could be like something old made good. Right. <laughs> You know, right. kind of a upscale consignment boutique, uh, right. restored hope, something, right? And maybe they give back or something like that. 
but it has nothing to do with coaching for married moms. Okay. So those two things have no conflict. So there is okay. potential that you could still have restored hope as your business name okay. because you are not in conflict with anybody else named restored hope. Okay. Sterling and stone for me, Sterling and stone mentoring. Well, Sterling and stone is generally referred to as a jewelry store or a, um, I found, I think I found one that was a company that makes like high end writing pens. Okay. So Sterling and stone as a mentoring and coaching business was not in conflict with anybody in the state that I set up it. Right. So you can actually do a search inside of your secretary of state for a business name. And then again, like I was saying, your business name and your domain name don't have to necessarily match, right? Regardless of which one, maybe some coaches have a business name that they set up a business name, but they haven't set up a domain and, and gone anywhere from that place. You may or may not get it to match, but I say, do it your best to do something. Well, I'm going to caveat that. So some people just know for the rest of my life, I'm going to be a health coach. That is what I do. It's the only thing I care to do. I've been doing it for 10 years. It's not going to change. I don't want to pivot. I don't need a general anything. And so their business name, their tagline, their domain, all of those things point specifically to their niche. And that's okay. Right. If you don't know, and you're just starting mm -hmm. out, mm -hmm. then I highly suggest something that's a little bit more of a general umbrella, like your name.com or your name.coach. Coach is actually a an ending now. So you could have, like, I have lauramalone.coach. <laughs> I own that domain. I don't have a website attached to it, but I did go get it. <laughs> because I want that before anybody else has it Okay. <laughs> in case I want to do something with it. You can do that. Right. And your domain, if it's more general and restored hope coaching is somewhat of a general name because you can point to restored hope in any direction you want to, you could be a confidence coach. You could be accountability coach. You could be a weight loss coach. You could be a married mama's coach. It doesn't matter what you do. That's where the tagline comes in. So having a, and I call it the tagline is kind of like, um, for my podcast, there's a tagline growth for coaches and entrepreneurs. Like I'm speaking to the people. Right. And if your business name in your domain, don't, if they're more general, then you want a tagline so that when somebody sees your business name and reads the tagline or underneath it, or goes to your website and sees the first thing on there, you want it to say, this is the right place for me to be. This is the right business for me, the right coach for me, the website, the correct website for me to spend my time on right now, the right blog for me to read, the right podcast to listen to. That's what a tagline does is it gives more detail and catches somebody and says, you're in the right place. Okay. So getting a tagline for you, restoredhopecoaching.com or just as a business, you being able to speak to the people that you want to speak to right now, you can change a tagline and pivot down the road if you want to start working with married moms right now. But two years down the road, you say, I just want to work with all women. 
specifically women who desire A, B, or C, right? You can change your tagline and never have to change your business name. That's so, what I'm going for right there. <laughs> right there. And so right now, I'm going to say, like, I know you said you like kind of rhyming and alliteration. We don't want to repeat restored and we don't want to re- repeat hope. Okay. So speaking to your ideal client avatar, your ICA, they are who? How would you define the, that person in, let's just say, three or four words? Uh, 30s and 40s, ladies who are 30s and 40s, married, and most of them have children. Okay. So basically, married moms covers all that. And if they're moms, but they're not married, that's okay. If they're married, but they're not moms, that's okay. (laughs) Right? But married, and now you could go the direction of actually speaking to the person, or you could talk about the noun or the descriptor of that person's stage of life, marriage and motherhood. And then you wouldn't necessarily be speaking directly to married moms. You'd be speaking to women about marriage and motherhood. Sometimes those things are come together and sometimes they can be separate. Yeah. Currently, I find myself more focused on the marriage rather than the mom. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that couldn't change, but, um, that's what I really, I, I am just wanting those, those ladies out there who are struggling to find hope. And so that's what, that's who I'm really throwing the, the, the bait out to. Okay. So you want to stick with mostly marriage. And are you, you're interested in kind of leaving out the motherhood for now? Yep. Okay. And just talking to, to women who are married, looking to be married, struggling in their marriage, but basically they're all going, this is hard. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So we can, you know, something like discovering, I'm just going to throw out some words and you can kind of think, you know, discovering, uncovering, creating a legacy. Um, what are, uh, maybe you actually already have some words that you've thrown around that you think you just feel that they speak to have, what about language that the, the clients you already have, what is the language that they use? Struggle. Struggle. Okay. Struggle and, um, and, and hope, you know, those are the, the, the ones that really come to me that I've, that I feel like strike a nerve. And, um, that's why I don't know if striving, striving to thriving, if striving communicates struggle. Um, but if you couple it with thriving, I think it kind of works striving to thriving. Um, but, because I, I just feel like marriages and relationships between men and women are harder than we expect them to be. And I think the earlier you realize that and know how to capitalize on um, some tools with some tools, the, the more thriving your relationship can be. Right. So from striving to thriving in your marriage. 
something along those lines or overcoming yeah. struggles yeah. so it'd be like i'm just i'm thinking about the um the signature circle that i'm working with um your logo right and does does that tagline go into that logo or not really or underneath so that logo um that you have that the the one we worked on together it's a circle and it has an rh for restored hope in it right so that's going to be used for several different things in your business one it's just going to be a logo if you have a website down the road then you can have that circle up there in the top and we can create you can actually have a different logo where restored hope is written out i'm sorry you have both you have a yes, i do and so i didn't know well yeah. And so underneath that circle, if you keep your logo a circle, okay. then you could put the tagline Okay. in some succinct way. But okay. generally speaking, like on a website, you would have that logo maybe up on the top corner or in the center at the top, but then your tagline would be bigger, bolder, and okay. that would be like the catch Okay. on the, the homepage of your website, like where okay. people land, it's going to say something like from striving to thriving in your marriage or whatever you put that's going to be the thing that catches them so it wouldn't your tagline doesn't necessarily go with your logo okay okay um, so you don't have to fit it in there but that's also it's something you could put underneath your signature in your emails well and that is another thing that um in my email i've i've been using that logo kind of as my signature but i don't know that that's exactly what i'm supposed what I think maybe I still need a signature there, but anyway, back to the, the um, tagline. Um, does marriage sound, does that kind of speak more to my ICA rather than relationships probably? Well, it speaks more to what you want to coach them on. Right. It sounds like right. to me, right? right? Because if you do relationships, then you're going to get people who say like, I just need to deal with, I need coaching on my relationship with my dad. I need coaching right. on my relationship with my boss. Right. You know, so if you will specifically want to go after marriage, then I recommend having marriage in there because you want women. Yeah. Right. And I would say, let's get something in there that does speak to women in your tagline because you're not interested in coaching the men who land on your website. Right. Right. You're interested in, working with women who want hope in their marriage. So if we can get something, work something like that into there. Um, now, what, let, let me just say, let's take you back. Let's take you back 20 years. How long have you been married? Of uh, 27. 27 years. So let's go back 20 years and say, if you landed on a website, what five to 10 words would have spoken to you. Listen, this is hard. You don't have to do it alone. There is hope. I can help you. Like what, what five to 10 word phrase would have spoken to your heart back then? Because pulling from your own experience, your own struggles and your own solutions, that's going to, you know, real revelation comes from those places. Right. Can you think of what would have spoken to you? 
Um, I think you're not alone is good. Um, marriage is hard, but it's worth it. I like that one actually. Marriage is more than cohabitating. Marriage is, marriage is more than surviving. All of those things I think are um, really good captions or titles for blog posts that you're going to write. I'm not sure that they're really a tagline that's going to capture the heart of the woman. Now they're going to be, they're going to be captions and blog post titles that make somebody want to click on it and read them. So that's good work right there. But if we're actually saying, okay, this website, this coach is right for me. So if you're saying, okay, marriage is hard, but it's worth it. Does that say to your ICA, this is the right place for me? Because she's speaking to exactly who I am. You know, that 30 to 40 something in the throes of marriage, say you like the words women or ladies better. What's your language? Girls. And that Girls. doesn't really translate because then you think you got 16 year olds married. <laughs> well, I mean, I I think that you, I think you can, I think you can use it. I'm trying to think of your type of language, the way you speak, because it's got to, it's got to, it can have a little character and a little like Lachelle in there, you know? Yo. <laughs> Yo girls. <laughs> because that honestly, that's where people are going to say like, this is right. She is the right coach for me. I do want to learn from her. I do want her tools because she like, I like her personality. Right. So it's okay to have not just all. Well, I, I, I do struggle with that because, you know, even like with um, Grammarly, you know, they don't always like my language and I always <laughs> like, I, I'll just like to leave off the G I and, you know, just leaving with the little hyphen. And, you know, of course they have to correct that, but um, you know, communicating a personality through through what I'm doing and also sound, sounding professional enough for people to think I have credibility um, is, is challenging. Right, and you're gonna build credibility through other things that you're right, having, having your grammar and your punctuation and things like that, your sentence structure be, as a content creator inside emails and blog posts. You're right, it's true. There is something when people will click off if they go like every other word's misspelled, but I would say go through, let Grammarly do its work for you, but then go back. Don't change the fact that you wrote leave-in with an apostrophe at the end because the G is missing. You can do that. Grammarly's not the boss of you. <laughs> yes! <laughs> so let Grammarly give you instruction, right. but also you don't have to remove yourself from okay the way that you would talk, but you do want to make sure that most things are spelled correctly. Right. Except right. with exception for the way that you would maybe turn it into something more slang. Right. Right. Yo girls, <laughs> how you doing? That's Grammarly is going to say what on a couple of pieces of that, but that's okay. So you pick and choose where does this need to be cleaned up? And then right. what is actually indicative of my personality here so that they catch who I am and they choose me as a coach because this is how I'm going to, the way I'm talking in my email, 
This is how I'm going to show up in a coaching session. Right. If they don't like that I talk that way in my email, then they're not going to like it when we're face to face. Right. So it's okay to still have yourself in there for sure. Okay. Let's think, let's do a little, um, girls struggle and marriage. What if we stuck with those three words? We can come back to striving to thriving, see if it works. But what if we look at girls struggles and marriage and how could that become a five to eight word tagline that speaks And now it could be something like girls overcoming struggles in their marriage or um, struggles or the struggle is real in every girl's marriage. Something like that along those lines where you're stating an obvious truth and she sees herself in uh, the struggle is real. She captured like struggle is an emotion word and in every girl's marriage, put girls and marriage together in a way that we're not talking about, you know, a 12 year old, but it's more of a, a group of women. Every girl's marriage has its struggles. You know, what if I did marriage, marriage, comma, girls, the struggle is real. Marriage, comma, girls, comma, the struggle is, is real. Yeah, that didn't flow very well. <laughs> girls the struggle is real <laughs> i don't know how to punctuate that because it's not proper grammar um hey girls what if you had a hey girls that's a little bit more your language yeah hey girls marriage struggles are real restored hope coaching hey girls marriage struggles are real we're getting there we're getting there we keep keep chewing on it a little bit, but this is how you come up with the ability to speak to what's difficult for your ICA and make sure that your ICA knows that you're there for them. So marriage, we're talking about marriage. That's very clear. If you have the word marriage in there and not relationship, you're talking about struggle. Maybe you could get more specific about the type of struggle or what you're going to do with that struggle. Now, what if we it left marriage and talked about wife, wifehood, being a wife, girls, hey girls, being a wife is hard, but so worth it type of thing. And the same thing, but wife is going to point to marriage and a woman. So right there, instead of having to say girls, women, ladies, and marriage, wife speaks to both of those in one word. So wives kind of address it to wives. Right. Because then that speaks to women who are married in one word. Yeah. The word, the word wives just doesn't gel with me. I don't know why, but it's just kind of. Well, I, yeah, I'm thinking more like not the word wives, but the word wife. Okay. Being. Um, wifey. Hey, wifey. <laughs> no, not as a tagline. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere below the tagline <laughs> so being more something along the lines of being a wife or being a wife is hard but it's worth it 
I, I really like striving to thriving. Okay. So is there any place for wife to fit into from a striving wife to a thriving wife or a striving wife to a thriving life? That sounds good. I'm a striving wife to a thriving life. Hmm. I don't know. Does that in, it encourage someone to leave and go thrive? <laughs> I'm a striving wife to a thriving life. Wife, you don't have to strife. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, these things take way too long. Just saying. But yeah, Do you remember how long it took me to get my 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 business domain name? Oh my goodness! But are you happy with it? I am so happy with it. It was I worth it. the striving, so that you can be thriving. <laughs> <laughs> it it really was. It really was. Now I'm just going to ask you a question, in okay. regards to marriage. Is striving, like you want them to, the, the end result, you want a thriving marriage, right? Would, is striving the right word or is surviving the right word? Yeah, I think surviving is the right word. Okay. Surviving to thriving. It just seemed a little bit long and clunky when I was, I did consider that, but I, it does make more sense. It's a different status. I'm striving yeah. is very different than I'm surviving. I'm just surviving. Yeah. And striving oh. is not a bad thing because you're going to have to keep striving to thrive. So it, it, that's, yep. Ditching that word. No striving. Surviving. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so surviving from surviving to thriving. Now we just, that's great. We just have to find a way to let it, let people know that it's for married women or wives. Girls, let's take your marriage from surviving to thriving. It's a little long. How can we cut out a couple words? Okay. Let's take your marriage from surviving to thriving um girls marriage can survive can thrive not just survive i still too many words okay you can just say go from surviving to thriving you can cut out all the extra the extra fluff words i like it okay go right. from okay Surviving, surviving to thriving to thriving. Right. Now I'm going to tell you one thing. You can leave out married women and the word wives, and this is pivotable. Right. So you can create content that speaks to marriage or relationships or motherhood. If you want to just speak to like women who are surviving. Right. You want to give them tools and help to be to thrive in whatever it is they're doing, and you can be high and like very, uh, very heavy on marriage content, right? And do coaching for marriages. Be he real heavy on that and speak to your audience, 
or you could be real more specific right now. And instead of yelling out the word, like I can see the web page, right? Or your landing page. And instead of saying girls, exclamation mark, go from surviving to thriving. It could be wives, go from surviving to thriving and right there. But it could be married mamas, go from surviving to thriving. Like you could kind of change that word out. Right, right. Kind of what you want to do. Can you, could you, can I just add like two rings and don't even have to put wives and just put, put two rings, like which Google cannot, Google can't find that. Uh, oh, good point. If we're looking at SEO, search engine optimization, okay. then you actually using language to be found so that right. your business is actually found, your, your coaching offers are found the language that you type out rather than a picture, even though you can have the picture, it can be part right. of your logo. Okay. Right. But then also that is not pivotable. That's going to speak to just working with wives right now, a okay. focus on marriage, but having language that is findable is important in building the business side of it. Right. Because right now we're not talking about a coaching practice and how you show up as a coach, what you coach on. We're talking about business practicals as an entrepreneur. You're now a business owner and you have to set things up so that clients are able to find you and your content is findable. So, so wives, comma, go from surviving to thriving. That would be really specific. So the tagline, so, or, so the tag they married girls, but you know, also you can look at, do a little research on this and see when women do their, okay, you're laying in bed, it's 1130. You had a really hard day. Your marriage is struggling. You've spent the past five years surviving the stage of life you're in. You're exhausted, but you can't sleep. Everything's running through your head. What do you Google? What are the words? If we want to be real SEO friendly, so go Google mm -hmm. helps this woman find you, you have to use what she's typing into the search bar. My marriage is struggling. I can't, I'm burnt out. I can't, I don't know how much longer I'll survive this. I'm tired of surviving. Okay. So you can, you can start with something here and do some research and even ask your current clients. Yeah. Hey, what is it you would Google? Yeah. Like, what is your language? This tagline, we can start with something now and that can grow. That's again, you, you can't change your business name easily, right. but you can go in and change your tagline that speaks to what type of coaching you offer. How right? about married girls? I really like that. Married girls. Let's go from striving to thriving, surviving. Hey, married girls. Let's go from surviving to thriving. Now I could see that as surviving to thriving is more, is in a different typeface, like a different font or it's bolder. Okay. So that's going to be what their, the brain picks up on. Okay. Right. Hey, married girls. That's, they go, oh, she's talking to me. Right. Yeah. And that's real, like your personality. Hey, married girls. And yeah. then 
they say, oh, she's talking to me. And then they read on. And let's go from, it's an action word. You're telling yeah. them, let's take action. Let's go from, and then in a bolder, uh, nice, clear font that the brain is going to pick up because you want it to be memorable. You want it to be really clear and you want it to speak to them. So you're going to use emotion and power words like surviving to thriving. And then uh, even after that, you could add on, um, let's go from surviving to thriving in your marriage. You wouldn't have to say, you You could maybe leave off the, hey, married, married girls or. Which sounds like more like a tagline. Go from surviving to thriving in your marriage is really solid, uh, simple and succinct. But when you actually have like a landing page, a website or in an email or a blog post, right? You could add more personality to it. Hey, married girls, let's get you from surviving over into a thriving marriage. You could build on it yeah, and make it really repeatable. Say it again and again and again so that your readers and listeners, everybody keeps catching surviving to thriving, surviving to thriving. So can, um, can I start the tagline with let's go from surviving to thriving in your marriage? Let's go from surviving to thriving in your marriage is nine words. It's stretching it. Yeah. You can do it. They're, they're little words. Let's go. Let's talk to your English. I, I think, <laughs> I think the let's go sounds like we're in it together. Yes. Um, and let's you know, kind of like a coach mentality. Let's uh -huh. go. Right. So I like that. Right. Let's go. What about let's go from surviving to thriving in marriage, in marriage. That's eight words. And leave yeah. out your, leave out your, let's go from surviving to thriving in marriage. Yeah. <laughs> and that's pivotable. You can yeah. leave off marriage down the road. You want like, you could change it to in relationships. You could leave it off. You could, you could reorient that somewhat and make. Yeah, we could go from surviving to thriving in any general relationships as well, because I do feel like I could, I would, I'm in mean, drawn to people who do struggle with relationships in general, you know? So. And but. in working with you for the past four months, I would say like surviving to thriving seems really like, foundational to the type of coaching that you want to offer what you have. And I, I even see like that is really surviving to thriving is very re, uh, relates highly to restored hope. Awesome. Like, I just feel like those two things really connect. Restored hope is what you get when you go from surviving to thriving. Yeah. In any area of your life, whether it's a marriage or a relationship or not, it's in any area leaving the survival mentality behind into a thriving mentality about anything that you're doing is always going to restore your hope. So good. Awesome. Awesome. I'm excited. Now I can keep working on my uh, business plan. Let's tell everybody your, your email address because you're not working on a website right now, not taking passive action. You're taking massive proactive action to get all the things set up that you really need to get set up. You're, you're actually coaching clients and you're actually doing the work, creating offers and beginning to create content so that you get found as a, as a coach and website is later when you have paying clients who 
pay for a website. <laughs> so right now, people could find you by emailing you. If somebody out there listening said, I need this, your email address is what? Hello at restoredhopecoaching.com. Okay. And are you on social media anywhere with that? Not with that, no. Okay. And down the road, that'll be something that like a Facebook page or group or something like that. Is that that where you would recommend a blog be? Or is there a blog world out there I don't know about? A blog world. I love you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Let's look off into the ether. (laughs) So you want to write. You want to put all this content that we've been creating into a blog. Right now, you're working on building your email list, right? And a blog can be held in a couple of different places. Obviously, it can be held on a website. And then there are some other options, like um, some email service providers may offer you a place to blog. Okay. Along with landing pages. So you could do a little research, I think. Either HubSpot or GetResponse, one of those offers some some area, some ability to blog. So there's also something called Substack.com, and that's a place that's really great for bloggers and has options for a lot of different um, ways that you can have collect email addresses and blog. So. Basically, you publish your blog post to the internet, and then people subscribe to your blog posts, and they get an update every time you send a new, every time you write a new piece of content. So that's a great way that you can actually collect email addresses, build your email list, which is one of the primary things you need to start doing when you start any kind of business online and service provider, especially, so that those people on your email list, they have eventually become prospective clients because you're nourishing them, you're speaking to them, you're giving them great content and all they do is they trade their email address, right? That's all we're doing. We're bartering. (laughs) I'll give you something for free. You give me your email address. And then for the remainder of the future, until you unsubscribe, which hopefully you don't, you will get information from me. And sometimes I'm going to let you know what I offer and how you can work with me. Not all of the time, I'm going to feed you, I'm going to nourish you, educate you, encourage you. And then sometimes I'm going to tell you, hey, as just as a reminder, if you want to work with me as a coach, this is how you can do it. And then that is going to link to your scheduler so that people can do that, right? Down the road, when you have a website, they can link to a web page that actually says, these are all the ways that we can work together. But where you're at right now, Substack might be something good as you are doing a lot of content creation to one, help figure out what's inside of you, what you have to say, and actually begin to build an audience that you can nurture, right? Because one day those people are going to hire you as their coach. Yes, they are. an amazing coach. Okay, sounds awesome. good. Lots of options out there. So besides Substack, again, I would check out HubSpot, GetResponse, Flowdesk, I use Flowdesk as my email service provider, but they do not offer a way for you to blog. So you can just type in email service provider in a Google search along with the words um, landing pages and blog, and then go see what, who offers landing pages and blog. 
because like I tell everybody, if you, you go get an email service provider that offers you landing pages, they're really important for building your email list and you can use it instead of a website when you're starting out as a new coach. Okay. Well, I like that. Awesome. Thanks Thank for um, the conversation. I'm happy for you to go from surviving to thriving and all of this. <laughs> Thank you. I'm very excited about that tagline. I appreciate your coaching me through that. So good. All right. Have a great day. You too. I hope that you love this episode and you feel challenged, inspired, and encouraged. If you're a coach or you want to be one, jump into the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group so we can connect over there. And to work with me, grab the links in the show notes to get quick clarity about your calling as a coach and entrepreneur, as well as how to get trained as a coach with Sterling and Stone and start your own business. Bless you, friend.